Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I checked the attendance number. It said yesterday, Chiefs at Chargers, 68,274. Yeah, it wasn't completely full. It didn't look like it. I will call BS on that. You think it was less than that? Yes. Yes. How about all the Chiefs fans who went out and bought tickets to that game at the beginning of the year, getting excited to see the team, and you got Blaine Gabbert? Yeah, I felt a little bad in that regard. Like, you you wanted to go to L.A. Right. in January. Seems like a smart play. Sure it does. Right? Yeah. And you got kind of that. But it was two-thirds, four-fifths full. There are no Charger fans. That whole presentation that they put on is a total sham. So we got a tweet early in the day from our listener friend Steve Kennedy, who was at the game. He goes, they're practicing playing the noise (laughs) inside. Well, he was being a little bit facetious, but not really. Uh, Because they do a full-scale like practice of their game day. Is that different than other stadiums? Don't most people run through kind of a the... little bit? Yeah. Chiefs do a little bit of stuff on the field, but they do it. And if you heard our pregame yesterday, they do it at a decibel level that I'm not saying I'm like old man with like, doesn't like loud music. Right. Don't give me your Dan Fogelberg. Right. Yeah. Really I know you hate Fogelberg. Uh, it is too heavy for you. Mind numbingly loud. Yeah. I mean, there's there. Everything is at an eleven, and they practiced every phase. I knew I knew the entire game day. How long did they? They're like, gonna race dogs do it again. At, like they're gonna they, race dogs at halftime. They did that like three times. Did any dog poop on the field? They had the uh, the uh, the DJ practicing his, you know, in between. It 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 was like a football game interrupted a show. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's so I'm like a headache before the game even starts because it's it's like there's nobody in the stadium. You don't have to have your volume at 14. It wasn't 11. It's like 14. Mm-hmm. And like every single break, they're doing something. And they have to because there's no fans there. Right. There's no noise. There's no fans. They weren't pumping in noise yesterday because there wasn't any. What they were doing was just jamming the music uh, during every single timeout. 
and making it sound like, oh, hey, let's go, hey, let's have, hey, who's having fun? All right, get your season ticket deposits in now. Hey, anybody having fun? Let's show the four Charger fans uh, at a time around the stadium and then try to ignore where the Chiefs fans are sitting. Well, how could them. you do that? It looked just uh, like know. they did a it, wide shot of the stadium. It was, it was all red. It was tough because there was one. The Chargers did, had the visitor section you know, up in the upper deck. Kiss cam, got it. Dance cam, got it. Uh, contest. Uh, one, two, three, four, and five. Got it. Name that tune. Got it. I mean, it was like, it was just like, do, 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 do. Like, oh yeah, there's football. <laughs> Granted, it was, you know, it was a exhibition type football, right? Sure. I mean, it wasn't yeah. was really a football game, but that's, that's the show in LA. Cause they got nothing else. Cause their people don't care about football. No, they really don't. They, you got to have a, a winning organization and something that is fun. And the chiefs are that. So when the chiefs come in there, people enjoy it because think, it's a fun show, but not yesterday. I think obviously. Mitch called him DJ Rick or something. I know he named him. I don't know. Oh, I like the, that. This, I mean, it's just, it's just, he's just, are you ready? I mean, just screaming Who at you the entire time. Who are you yelling to, sir? Time. There's like that one lady. And, she's like, yay. And it starts three hours. Before, I mean, we go on three hours before the game kicks off. Sure you do. And we start, and I can't hear Art back in the studio asking us a question. Because it's that loud. Because it's that loud. And there's, there's nobody screaming. in there. There's yeah. nobody in the building. So I've never seen a, like a, a run-through like they do. And then it just continues the whole game. I mean, it's just like I... We were joking uh, during one of the breaks. I said, I would be a sponsor in that stadium and then sponsor that portion of this, of my thing silent. Oh, that would be good. And yeah. just put like, I'm like, I'll just, like whatever, that calm app, whatever it takes. I'm putting my logo of my business on the screen with quiet. There's quietness, huh? It's so loud. It's I talked just... to a friend who was at the game yesterday in the crowd. He goes, I could call you right now. We could have a conversation and you wouldn't know I'm at an NFL during, game. During the play. During yes. the play. Yeah, yeah. During the break, no. No, during the break, They're no. Just screaming at you. Well, now that we've done our Carrington and Rob impression for the morning, yeah, that's it. That's it. Because I got a little. Oh, old man doesn't like loud. No, it's just it's hard to do your job. What man. Josh is getting to is that they they have to fake it up, L.A. style, Hollywood style, because yeah. they still have no. Because they have no fans. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the football. Um, and if you heard any of the broadcast yesterday, like Mitch was getting annoyed. He's like, "Could you just turn it down a little bit?" So it wasn't just me. Mitch was really on it too. Uh, B-list celebrities are part of Charger games. Oh, God, yes. Um, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was there. Oh, cool. What? Yeah. Um, one of the characters from Ted Lasso, but not, Ted, La- but not Ted Lasso was there. Yeah. Never heard of him. One of the soccer players from Ted Lasso was there. That's huge. They took a big one. Yeah. And then, so down, they have they have dugout suites, you know, like, like behind the the Chiefs sideline behind yeah, the sure. Chargers side. So behind the Chiefs side, there's a lot of Chiefs fans there, but then there's a lot of, there was one suite where I just kept walking by and like, and probably an actor. You know, you're like, mm. there was like two guys that looked like they were brothers. I'm like, I bet they both act. Let's just look, they, was this, it Hans and Franz? This whole, this whole like. Was it the property brothers? This whole suite looked like actors that you don't know, but you're like, you know, they're probably act, yeah. They're probably some kind of actors. Probably Food Network and then, stars. And then there's there's a guy like on a on a corner suite and he's there with his kids or whatever and I'm like, God, he, he looks familiar, but I I don't know. You know, you're like, I don't know. And it was bu- it was bugging me all night. Like uh, you don't go up and go, Hey, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. I, it wasn't like familiar enough to say that's who the guy is. But I was like, it's not John Cryer. Okay. But it looks like John Cryer. All right. But it wasn't John Cryer. Had it been NBC, it could have been him promoting that new TV show. Very well could have been. Yes. Do you recognize this gentleman at all? 
Yes, I do. That was yes. him. Yeah. His name is Paul. Paul Shear. Paul Shear. He was in the league. Yeah. Okay. But I literally had to Google after the game. Maybe yeah, another <laughs> actor who looks like John Cryer. And that's how you found the and guy. That's how I found the guy. Yeah, and I'm like, that's face him. Recognition. Yeah, I, I, that's I, him. Yeah, no, I, I, I've seen that guy's face before. I wouldn't know he's who like he a, was like or what bit, he was in. He's yeah. like a bit actor. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Okay. But he's literally sitting in the suite, like right behind the cheese bench. And it was trying to be crazy. Who was he rooting for? Uh, well, he had. He, I saw him put a Clippers hat on at the end of the game. <laughs> well, they lost to the Lakers he yesterday. He had a Clips hat on yeah. when, he, when, he, when he left. But. I spent the entire game going, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So that tells you where the game was, that you spent the entire time trying to figure out well, who John to, Shearer Yeah, I was like walking is. back and forth. <laughs> there, there were a lot of punting going on in this yeah. game, right? So there was a lot of walking back and forth behind the bench. Oh, he was in Veep, too. Yeah, he was in yeah. Veep. He was in Veep. I heard of him. And his name is Paul. Yeah, Paul Shearer. Yeah. Although he tweeted out, LFG Chiefs. Okay, so maybe he was a Chiefs fan. Thanks, SoFi, for the best seats ever. Okay, that is him. Okay. Yep. Am I in his picture? Probably. I hope so. Because I was like wondering. Yeah, he's got his clips hat on there, and he's like taking a picture. Yeah, that's the guy. Are okay, you in good. it? No, I'm not in this one. He was in Reno 9-11, the league. He yeah. was in Parks and Rec. I was like, definitely an actor, but wasn't quite, you know. I mean, I literally had to Google who looks like John Cryer. He and it's in- funny because there's a bunch of stories about he and John Cryer get recognized, you know, get mistaken for one another and yeah. there's like a third really low tier person that is mistaken for them too mm-hmm. so that's how i found it he's so, in a show in 2011 to 2012 called happy ending yeah. so maybe he has a chance mm-hmm. to be the new yeah. england coach yeah uh as i'm leaving the field we had to walk uh they they had us walk kind of like along the chief's bench to the buses mm-hmm. right so we're going and after some of these places that have these dugout suites they allow the people to stay around i guess if you try to get an autograph or whatever and so there was still a lot of people and so I came walking out, and all of a sudden I hear, hey, you, hey, you. I'm like, what? I turn around, and it's like a teenager. And she's like, do you know if Travis has left yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I don't know. She's like, come on, tell me. And I said, I don't, I don't know. I said, I, I, said I, 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 I would guess probably yeah. I would guess probably yes. She's like, come on, you know. I'm like, leave me alone, kid. Was he, was he going to come back out onto the field if, well, even if I'll, he was there? Well, no, they probably took him out a different direction, but they were, like, funneling everybody. Everybody out onto the field. On the yeah, field. Okay. So most of the players kind of walked that way. But, right. you know, I'm guessing Mahomes and Kelsey and maybe Chris Joe. Well, no, I saw Chris. No, it was Trey Smith was in front of was walking in front of me. But so they, you know, the players would go over and sign autographs and sure, whatever. Yeah. they're hanging out and whatever. But I, got, I mean, she, I, I don't know if she yelled at everybody that was coming by, but I happened to be walking. Dan and I were Dan and Israel and I were walking out. Yeah, she's like, well, people got to know. She was like, like I was holding out information. Well, on her. it's big information. Like, I don't know. She wants to know. She wanted to know if she was he was going over the globes. Did he? Did he? And then you know, fi- you know. <laughs> yeah. Finally, our bus driver bragged that he was three for three. Our bus driver to the uh, to the airport that he had the uh, Holiday Bowl champs, he had the Rose Bowl champs, and he had Sunday's. And champs. he had Sunday's oh, champs. He felt like he's, had, he's had a oh, week. man keeping tally. Hey, that hey you know stepped. what? That yeah. that may bode well for us though, because he can say in a couple yeah. of weeks he had the Super Bowl champs in their last regular season game. And he will. He'll tell people that. Of next, course yeah. he will. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He'll I mean, be taking you like to, a right? he'll be taking like a group to the casinos in Vegas. Yeah. And he'll be like, you know who was last priest on by about Super Bowl champs? Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. Well, what seat did he sit in? And then people will be taking a picture. Travis Kelsey yeah. sat in yeah. this seat. As far as you know.
That's right. <laughs> or the guy that didn't know if Travis Kelsey had already left or not. See, you had headphones on. She stopped you. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah, she was. You know, you know. <laughs> Where's Taylor's boyfriend? Quit holding out. I still don't believe that Taylor was in L.A. and didn't show up to support Travis. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Could have changed in the bathroom Bizarro. at halftime. Maybe and we left. start. We start Bizarro page six. Yeah, that's, that's our that's our thing. The reverse, reverse stories. Page yeah, six and the reverse stories about how she's not supporting him. Mm-hmm. She traveled all the way to L.A. Didn't didn't go to the game. Didn't go to the Globes. She didn't travel. She traveled all the way to L.A. Didn't go to the game. And so. nerve of her to have dinner with her friends the night before the game and not with Travis at the right. team hotel. Didn't even invite him. They didn't even stay in the same hotel no. from what I understand. I mean, he's at in and out She's at Spago. That's right. Yep. So those are the uh, the sideline views. If you want a, a destination, though, go to that game. It's all, You're going to have a whole bunch of your Chiefs friends mm-hmm. in L.A. Does that count as a home game? <laughs> Not really. No. Not for them. Now, did you run into your sideline counterpart with the snack bag? Because that's our girl with the snacks, right? She packs yeah. all the snacks. Um, was she the snack bag? Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. Snack no, I didn't here. see Shannon this time. Yep. Oh. No. Josh is oblivious to a lot I of mean, the things we pay attention he's to. He's worried about John Cryer. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Spend the whole game figure out that that wasn't John Cryer. Who is that guy? Well, since they're not going to run me interviews yeah. over here on this preseason game, who's John yeah, Cryer yeah. over here? I'm going to go talk to this this guy. What, what, what's your name, sir? Please what's state your name, your name and what you do and here. You, you could probably do that too. This walking like, uh, who are you and what are you in? Yeah, and just kind of go down the line and see if, it, if there's probably a whole bunch of them. There. Tyshawn so Taylor, cool. point guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Paul Shearer, is that what I said was his name? Paul Shearer. Never heard of it. Was he in the CBS Orchestra? You beat me to it. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Yeah. So I guess he was there to see the Chiefs. All right, cool. Cool. Not crazy. I had to see a celebrity, so that was all right. Uh hey, what a way to earn a bonus. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. That's the way you pass the Johnson County parent test. You yell about offsides and have no idea what it is. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Come on out Friday night. We'll be at Cinderblock Brewery at 6. It's the third annual playoff Pilsner release. 6 p.m., that is. Don't get there too early. I mean, we're on 6 a.m., but 6 p.m. Friday night. Third annual playoff Pilsner will be tapped. Always a fun event. The entire 610 crew will be there. You're all invited. Dusty will be broadcasting live beginning at 6. Uh, F325 Barbecue will be doing a special tailgate menu as well. If you're hungry, wings, loaded mac, barbecue sandwiches, and more. And we tamp the keg on the third annual playoff Pilsner at Cinderblock Brewery Friday night at 6. Get you started for a playoff weekend. Chiefs and Dolphins Saturday night at 7 on 106.5 The Wolf. Pre-game coverage begins at 4 on both The Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio. Yep, you can't see it on Peacock. You can always listen to Josh and his friends call the game on 106.5 The Wolf. Uh, very slow Black Monday, though. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. We've uh, only had one fire. Ron Rivera's so out. Yeah, uh, the Giants have fired their special teams coach and their offensive line coach. Well, that, that's fixed. And then the Panthers got rid of their GM. He probably left on his own accord. <laughs> Give me the hell out of this place. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired of his this guy's meetings. Yeah. I called one more meeting. I tell you, I'm out. I'm out. See ya. So Arthur Smith was fired last, last night. night. Yeah, yeah. Yep. After yep. I mean, after I mean, they were up what. 14 nothing or something and blew uh, blew that lead and ended up giving like 41 straight back uh to the uh to the new uh to the New Orleans Saints last night so he was fired immediately after game and after yelling well, at how, Dennis Allen that's how doers too. get more done it is yes yeah. that's the Home Depot right yeah yeah so that's that's why they mm-hmm. got rid of Arthur Smith. yeah they didn't even wait till Monday morning they just as soon as the plane got back from New Orleans they fired him on the tarmac uh, so Arthur Smith was out, which was the right move anyway. They were seven and you ten sh- in all three you of his sure years. Sure, Dennis Allen didn't fire him, and that's why he said that's BS. It, yeah, maybe him. I don't know. That's that, that sleeping BS. I, I see both sides of that. That was a great story yesterday. So if you, if you're not familiar with what happened, the Saints get in victory formation yesterday, and then instead of taking a knee, they run one more play and get one of their guys another touchdown. And Arthur Smith is ticked after the game. If you're going to go into victory formation, it is Bush League to, to run a play because the other side has given up. You've given up. We've waved the white flag. We've got a truce here, right? And then you go ahead and you run that play. That kind of was a little Bush League on the part of the New Orleans Saints. If you wanted to run a play and get your guy a touchdown, which they did, then go out there and line up and run a play, and then it's up to the Atlanta Falcons to stop, to stop you. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not one of these guys who complains about running up the score. That That's not running up. This is professional football. Put your big boy pants on and go out there and make a play. But once you go into victory formation and then run a play, that is Bush League yeah. in, in that standpoint. So I understand now why Art Smith was pretty ticked off at the end of the game and yelled at Dennis Allen. They out went out and ran a play when they were supposed to take a knee. It is. It is Bush League. Mm. I did like, though, that Jameis Winston was the one who ate it. Oh, God, yes. Just like a W, Just man. like a W. Yep. He ate the, yeah, we ran one more play. Well, I apologize to D.A. Yeah. because the play was, was victory. Yeah. Uh, but I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. Yeah. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do you, you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, but D.A. didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he 
didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it, and man, we got an interception to the one yard line. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so if if if, if we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? Right. You know. So uh, Tyron wasn't in on it, was he? No, Tyron was not, not in. <laughs> no, but, but it was it was a, it was an offensive mean, team discussion. Uh, however, when you when you return the ball to the one-yard line, and you have the opportunity. You just had the opportunity, and, uh, and we decided. Do you think it's the kind of thing, though, that is forgotten fairly quickly, or you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41-17. Uh, so I, I, I don't know how, how much worse it can get. Uh, but I got a ton of respect for Arthur Smith and the coach that he is. Uh, I think they do some incredible things. I didn't mean to – I didn't want to disrespect him. That was not my intention. Uh, my intention was to lead the team that I've been with the entire year, and we made a collective decision that we wanted to get one of our guys who they fight with blood, sweat, and tears every game in the end zone. And uh, I'm going to feel good about that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's like, yeah. I, I, well, one, he calls his coach DA, which is right. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, yeah, I, mean, I just told him it was a team decision. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they overcalled the, they overruled the call. Yeah, it's well, like yeah, it's a team decision. Whatever. Now, James Woods is like, I don't care. Who ta- cares? But take it from his standpoint for a second, okay? You know, you want to get your guys touchdowns. I get that. I totally understand. I have no issue with that. Then line up and run a play. Yeah, just line up and Audible run a play. out of that. Yeah. And go. We're we're running a play. Yeah. We're not in victory formation. We're gonna run a play. Exactly. Yeah. Just go out there and run a play. Because again, it is yeah. it is a little bushly. Because you could get somebody hurt too. Because the defense at that point in time has given up. Well, they gave up earlier in the game. They got they have forty one straight points. So they gave up a lot sooner than that. But when you take your foot off the gas and you're going out there and you're just kind of standing around, and then all of a sudden the other team fires out you do risk injury to the other team. And that's a situation where if you're going to run the play, go ahead and run the play. Nobody cares if you run the play. They care if you're going to fake run the play, you know, pretend like you're going to take a knee and then you go run a play. So do I agree with it? I agree with the fact of wanting to get your guy a touchdown, but the way they went about doing it probably needs to be readjusted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think everybody but Jameis Winston can agree on that. Even Dennis Allen at the end of the game said it was Bush League too. And he's yeah, the head Jameis coach. Winston got him off the hook. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I he did. did yeah. I just did. I went rogue. I went rogue. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was a rogue move by him. Went rogue team decision. Yep. Pretty great. Pretty great. So uh, Chris Jones gets his one point two five million dollar bonus mm-hmm. for picking up double digit sacks. Took him to get into the second half. Yeah. So probably played a little bit longer than everybody wanted him to play. They gave him an opportunity to uh, to earn back. Uh, the incentives he had he had lost uh, when uh, when he didn't uh, sign a contract. He had, was with CBS on the field after the game. Oh, it feels amazing, right? I lost so much money um, holding out. So I'm just making money back that I lost, honestly. So it feels good. All right, but I'll tell you the truth. When I was walking into halftime with head coach Andy Reid, he didn't seem like he was ready to throw you back out there to get that last half sack. What was the negotiation to let him let you play? The last drive, um, he gave me the finger as in, what? this is the last drive. I had to beg him coming off of this because the play before that, we got the TFL, and I'm looking at him hollering, one more drive, coach, one more. He gave me the finger one more, and I'm like, I'm praying to God. While I'm walking out, I'm like, God, please let me get it. This is the last one, and um, God is good. You should have offered Easton Stick a little bit of money. Oh, man, um, he just went down, right? And, um, I got to send him flowers or something, man. Such a good sport. Jones won the sprint to to, uh, to to tag Easton Stick. Yeah, absolutely did. He got that. He like just kind of grazed him too with the hand after he was down on the ground. Give him the sack. Give him his money. 
but he wouldn't have had a play yesterday if he just showed up for game one of the regular season. And you wonder if he does show up and play in game one of the regular season, do the Chiefs win that football game? There will be people who could make the argument that they win that game with Chris Jones. If yeah. Chris Jones yeah. is playing against the Detroit Lions, I make the case that Chris Jones didn't tip the ball to the opposition and have it returned for a pick six. And so, if Chris Jones plays, maybe he in that, could have tipped the ball to his teammate. Maybe though. he could have. You, you never know. You're absolutely right. So he was trying to make money back that he could have just had by just showing which up on time, which too. he did, which yeah, is fantastic. Like I, yeah. I had to make up for lost right. money. Yeah. Well, somebody needs to tell him his wages are being garnished this week and get him to go out there and play like that because Chris Jones not only got that sack yesterday, he had arguably the most impressive day of any pass rusher all season long in the entire NFL. According to the NFL next-gen stats, Chris Jones recorded 12 pressures on 31 pass rushes, tied for the most pressures in any game by any pass rusher this season. Nobody put more pressure on the quarterback the in carrot, one game this year than the, Chris Jones did yesterday. had a million-dollar tag on it. I mean, right? <laughs> you, you, you look at that, and you're like, my God, is that what it takes to get guys going and get guys motivated? If I'm Clark Hunt, I'm going down there right now, and I'm telling every one of these guys, million-dollar bonus to everybody for every game we win in the postseason. Is that like a... Some type of bounty, though? Can we not do that? I don't know. No. I don't care. Not my problem, no. right? <laughs> but if that's gonna if that's gonna get like a million point two five, a million and a quarter dollars, correct? Had Chris Jones playing like a possessed man, yes. on the final game of the season mm-hmm. in a game that didn't matter for anybody involved. How do we bottle that and play that way on Saturday? How do we bottle that and play that way next week? Right? He's got a million dollar incentive still to come for uh, first team all pro. Right. And uh, making the Super Bowl. Correct. So there's there still some motivation there, there but he's got to get after it like he did yesterday. Those stats are deafening, if you will, man. The greatest day rushing the passer of anybody in the NFL this season. Chris. Keep it going, brother. Keep it going, my man. Come on, bro. Let's do it. Teammates loved it. I've never seen, I've never seen that. This is sport. This is sports in a nutshell, right? It it is. Yeah. Because no offense. If you get a bonus for something or I get a bonus for something or beat up gets a bonus for something. We're not like running down the hall. (laughs) Right. Woo. Good for him. (laughs) Woo. Wow. Woo. Those teammates were going. Ape on yes, the sidelines. I'm like, I've never seen Buddy so excited for someone else to make a check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only in sports. Because there's nothing athletes love more than seeing their guys get cash and having to have an owner ante up and write a check. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because more often than not, the organizations get you, right? They do. They cut you when they want. They don't owe you any money. So when you can go out there and get $1.25 million out of a bonus check for making a play, Oh, God, yes, the sideline's going to love you because they're all going, I wish that was me. Someday that could be me. Maybe that'll be me. Like, I I'm, I was happy Chris Jones got oh, his yeah, bonus absolutely. check. Make the owners write a check. That that and don't you wish that was your daily life? Hell, yeah. I need to go today and do my job. Do my job. Right. And maybe just, I don't know, close a deal. Okay. Which I, which I do normally, you know, a lot of times. But I said, close that deal today, a million bucks. million bucks. Could you imagine that day? Oh, my God. You'd be busting yes, your ass. Yes, I'd have the... 
have the most pressures that day, too. I mean, that's human nature, right? <laughs> the salesperson had the most pressures. Right? Oh, I pressured everybody for a million bucks. <laughs> Isn't that human nature, though? Yeah. You, you, you reward your but people imagine, for doing something but good. But imagine having that day. That Jadavian Clowney, who, yeah, yeah, who nailed fantastic. his, too, and he yeah. was he couldn't <laughs> stop dancing yeah. in, the, in the Ravens game. Uh, it's just it is kind of it is kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun to watch, and it was cool that they let him do it. Yeah, that he had to beg, basically beg Andy Reid to keep keep playing. Mm-hmm. Could have been bad. Could have been real bad. Heck, his his run to the sidelines with that weird awkward barrel roll could have been bad. Speaking of weird, could have turned turned an ankle or a knee in that thing. Speaking of weird runs, why does it look like every time a quarterback runs, he looks like a newborn deer? Are you talking about galloping Gabbert? Uh, him and the Easton Stick, like just about every quarterback Easton that seemingly stick, runs, runs looks like they're okay. f- like momentum's pulling them forward. You know, like they all look like they just came out of the out of the womb as a baby deer, and their legs aren't yeah. on them yet. Yeah, these are these are like high skilled athletes, right? And they run they like, like they can't run. Yeah, I know, I know. know it is saying? weird. Like, it is weird. Just watch any yeah. quarterback, like even Josh Allen. They're all lunging forward and flailing all over the place. What is going on Gabbert here? Gabbert looks so awkward running. Yeah, it was it was awkward. But effective. Yeah. He okay. ran there. <laughs> a couple big running plays. But every play, it looked like he was just out of the womb as a baby deer. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. It looked really, really Like weird. really hard, right? Yeah. Like you're world-class athletes. Mm-hmm. You look like I do mm-hmm. if I was running in a game. Mm-hmm. So luckily, Jones did not get injured. That would have been a devastating blow if he got injured in yeah. a game going for incentives. Would have totally sucked because he's like the literally the only regular playing on defense. Right. Maybe you could say Mike Edwards a little bit. Had the scoop and score. Um, you can't you get any more injuries to the defensive couple back. Other field. defensive linemen that played a little bit. Right. But Jones is basically that's your that's your primary starter who's out there in a in a meaningless game. Mm-hmm. So luckily didn't get hurt. Chiefs did have some injuries though. Um, do you like having? Wandy Morris with a concussion? Not really. With le- uh, less than a week to recover? No. Yeah, I hope that's not the end of the road for Wanye. Not, not in particular. Those yeah. are you don't you just don't know. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Sorry, sorry. Should have let the should have let that one breathe a minute. You never know <laughs> with with the uh, concussion protocol how how you get through it. Mm-hmm. Everybody reacts differently. Does this cost you another week, Donovan Smith? The Starter before Wanya Morris has been dealing with a neck issue. They did practice last week, but he hasn't played now for several weeks. Yeah. Um, I don't feel as bad about it because I'll just move Joe Tooney over to left tackle. He played a little bit over there yesterday, right? Every lineman played all over the place, which was funny. Like Creed Humphrey played guard Mm -hmm. for quite a while (laughs) yesterday. Like what? And ran down the field a couple of times with the football. Oh yeah. (laughs) He that that one loose ball he picked up and ran. I'm like, oh my. He had like a ten yard head start. He He had some speed. He might have scored. He had some speed. Short yardage. Why can't we give him the football? He he might have scored in that situation. So from an injury perspective, Wanya Morris is the one to to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. But I'm you know, Joe Tooney could play that tackle. Yeah, he absolutely could slide out there if you and then you him, put right? Allegretti at guard, and I think you, yep. you don't even really miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Tooney's a stud. Yeah, but I don't want to have then, to do. Why that, do right? I have to do it yesterday? I'm like, do we have to have Joe Tooney lining up against Khalil Mack, who's clearly intent on still playing today? Correct. Yeah, like, that's kind of where I was to... like, I don't want Tooney out no, there. No, I don't care. 
Khalil Mack was on? still playing. Go with four linemen. He wasn't just phoning it in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he was one like, he's trying. Is there ah. anybody else we could put out Did, here? No, because they were out of linemen. Yeah. So do you scour no the waiver wire this week? Do you look for a guy who could potentially be on the streets to bring him in as kind of a backup, like a Steve Wisniewski type of guy, like they did before the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay? Eric I mean, Fisher? Are no, we, okay. no, Eric Fisher now. I mean, is it maybe a little bit <laughs> too late Mitch, for that? Uh, but, Mitchell Schwartz volunteer? I don't he's think too thin. Know. He didn't volunteer uh, either? No. But I mean, no, like, I, don't th- th- I, don't, I don't think so. I think you, well, one, you get, presumably you get Donovan Smith back. Hopefully, yeah. If you get Donovan Smith back, then you're okay. Then, then you're, you're good okay. to go. Yeah, he, was the, he was the starter. Right. Just plug him in and go. Um, you know, Lucas Niang's there to Correct. back up at a tackle. Right. You got Allegretti can play a number of positions. Yeah, okay. Worst case scenario, Tooney does bounce outside. You put Allegretti inside and, and, and yeah, you see what I happens. Go. So, okay. Yeah, I think you go. I think it's think it's okay. But you hate to have those in a game, again, a game like right. that where you had to mix and match and do whatever. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it because it was a game like that where Joe Tooney had a slide outside. I'm like, God, in a meaningless game, this is the last thing we need. We've seen some injuries already happen today. We don't need another offensive lineman going no. in. Or another defensive back for that matter. No. Because they were laying some hits yesterday, mm-hmm. the DBs, and you're yeah. like, don't be doing that nonsense. Don't be doing that nonsense. Um, Felix got to play a little bit yesterday, the Chiefs' first-round pick. couple of uh, tackles for loss kind of flashed a little bit. It was kind of the first time we'd seen him in an extended period of time, and I thought, looks like a guy that, you know, didn't have any expectations on him this year, was able to play kind of under the radar and have kind of a red shirt year, mm-hmm. which isn't the worst thing in the world. Not but next all. year, now you're got to amp it up, right? I think we're all acknowledge that. But but got, where is he playing next year? What do you mean? Where is he playing? Like you say, amp it up. Who who's roster? Like whose spot in the rotation is he taking? Doesn't Omenahu have another year on a contract? Yeah. Obviously, you George Karloftis. You think you're gonna have Chris Jones? You might not have Mike Dana. You may, Mike, Dan, that's the interesting one right there. Might, Mike Dana is an important you know, guy to get back to. Uh, Felix yeah. played a little bit inside yesterday. They, they like to mix and match. Yeah. I think he'd find time for him. You think he can and play have, inside? You be, be better. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he can play inside all the time. Right. But can you be flexible and use him in that regard? Yeah, it seems like it. Um, got a chance to chat with him briefly in the uh, postgame locker room. Uh, amidst the uh, the Chris Jones celebration <laughs> as to uh, what it meant for him to get a little more playing time yesterday. It was just a learning experience for me. Uh, it was just something that I needed a lot so I can uh, learn how to uh, obviously play fast and be comfortable with some hard How patient have you been this season? You got to be patient. Um, whenever your name's called, that's when you got to step up. Uh, it's just uh, a learning process for me this whole season. What have you been able to learn from this defensive line group? A very experienced bunch, obviously. Chris with the locker next to you here in the visitors' locker room. But what have you been able to take from this group? Uh, this group is a relentless. They're all relentless rushers. Like every single person is uh, goes after QB with a different mentality. It's something that um, I got to learn, obviously. But it's uh, we got all pros all around the room, in my opinion. So it's something that uh, I, I got to strive to be. A couple of tackles for loss, I think, on your ledger today. Got in the backfield. Got. Got, I think, a play outside as well. Do you feel like you played pretty well today? Uh, I feel like I played pretty good, but uh, I feel like there's a lot of things I have missed. Uh, there's a couple sacks I kind of got. And there's more improvement I need to do, especially uh, this upcoming week, because you never know when my name will be called. So Tough guy to sack, though, wasn't he? I mean, he's a kind of elusive guy, runs around a lot. Yeah, yeah he's a tough guy to sack. Uh, credit to Stick over there. Uh, he's a good quarterback. He, he gets out the pocket fast, so yeah. What does it mean for this team to get a, get a win in a game like this? I mean, 
doesn't improve playoff position or anything, but I know you guys really wanted to win and yeah. able to get a late victory. Um, it just helps just the uh, people that haven't been playing a lot. Just uh, in case of the playoffs, if something goes, somebody goes down, they're next up. And they this uh, experience right here is just a lot we can learn from. So uh, in case one of our names get called, we'll step up to the plate. And that's what yesterday was about. Sure it was. Felix yeah. was like, yeah. hey, you never know, man. I can my name can be called. I gotta be ready. It's better to have that game under your belt and have to go in than have nothing and you go, Oh my God, can I do this? It's the playoffs. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, you got a couple linemen in for some extra time. Yeah. Uh you got an extra running back in. Who knows a running back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Pacheco's been dinged. Yep. Um, you don't have CEH has been banged up. Obviously, you don't have Jerick McKinnon. McKinnon's not there. You're P. Ryan was fine yesterday. And P Ryan got a little, can he be the Jerick McKinnon of the past doesn't or not? Look, doesn't look like they're going to use him on third down. They use CEH on third down. Looks Good. like he's going to be the third down guy in the, yeah. in the playoffs. I think CEH going to have big play. Can you, can you take a, a load off of a check? Maybe, yeah. you know, so those, you got a few of those things in, in a game where you normally wouldn't. Yeah, I'm excited about the postseason because I think we're going to see a team that's completely different than what they tried to be during the regular season. I believe anyway, Josh, and I could be completely wrong about this, which I usually am, but I believe that this team is going to show us that they understand who their identity is on Saturday night. I hope so. That would be that would be good. Yeah. Your your defensive, ride your defense, ride your run game, mm-hmm. and uh, don't make mistakes. Right. <laughs> Pretty very, simple, right? Very simple football. Uh, we'll hand out another Swifty and the way to analyze the postseason. We'll get to it next. Fesco in the morning. I don't even know who Dennis Allen is. Dennis Allen's exactly who you think he is. Who is he? Uh, just a middle-aged white guy. Yeah, but what does he do? Like, <laughs> is he, He's the Saints coach, right? Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Don't be, don't be on looking around. Yeah, stop that, Bob DiGiorno. He does not. He's not here for your. Stop being an onlooker. We all know that's what causes traffic. Rubberneckers. Some people get hung up on debris. Others get hung up on onlookers. That's all right. Um, not good news for the Steelers. No. Again, in our heart of hearts, would we wanted the Steelers? Is probably. I've I think the Bills. I think the Bills have the road you you want. You get two games at home. Uh, you get the Steelers in the first game. You got to win. We'll do. Yes. Yeah. I could control that portion of it. But uh, the Steelers, this is from Ian Rapport, with the Steelers officially in the playoffs and start TJ Watt dealing with a grade two MCL sprain. Sources say the absolute best case scenario for his injury is to play in two weeks with a brace. <laughs> so to get Watt back on the field, Pittsburgh likely needs to win a few. Doesn't sound like he's playing this week. Okay. Mason Rudolph and no TJ Watt. I love Mike Tomlin and all, but Mason played good yesterday. I'm not buying it. Or Saturday, I guess it was. Mm. Not buying it. 
Uh, the uh, the coaching news of the day today, um, of course, Arthur Smith got let go last night. Ron Rivera was relieved of his duties today, and a few other teams in kind of scramble mode just replacing coaches to do window dressing. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a couple of offensive linemen fired you know, coaches, uh, special teams The teams coaches. that need to make changes and made changes that aren't the coordinators and aren't the head coaches. That's right. They're yeah. – Poor position coaches who Yeah. I yeah. look, I don't think the Giants should have fired Dayball. They they suffered the injuries, obviously, and and they're coming off a playoff season and a playoff win a year ago in his first year. I I don't think he should be fired uh after what happened last season. We're we're too quick in this league right now to fire coaches all the time. I mean, Josh, there's talk of firing Mike McCarthy, okay? The guy is the only coach in Cowboys history to win twelve or more games in three consecutive seasons. Jimmy Johnson never did it. Tom Landry never did it. Dave Campo never did it. Bill Parcells never did it. Sean Payton never did it. Like he never got, you, he never you, went there. You look at all of the great he did cowboy it in Jerry's coaches. Mind. In Jerry's, he, Jerry's mind, mind, he may have. Right? Sean Payton won like multiple. But if they lose to the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love this weekend at Jerry World, there's a good chance. Jerry said, "I saw a quote from him on Pro Football Talk. You know about the the job security of Mike McCarthy. He was taking a game by game. I'm like, wow, this guy's done nothing but mm-hmm. win 12 games in in a row for three consecutive seasons, getting you into the playoffs. You won the division this year. Like, there's still a lot of pressure on him to go down there and and get a victory and to really make a deep run in the postseason." Otherwise, Dallas will be looking to hire a new coach. And I saw a, uh, a tweet from somebody yesterday, and I can't remember now who it is, though. They were talking about who they could potentially hire, and somebody said Jerry will never hire somebody more famous than him. So that takes Bill Belichick out of the running down in in uh, in Dallas, I would imagine. I would think. Right? I would think. He wants to get back to the Jason Garrett days. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he yeah, really does. Yeah. Yep. He he, long, he longs for the Jason Garrett days. Right, where he could just be works. the controlling guy. But, I mean, if, if Dallas, again, falls on its face, they have nobody to blame but themselves. All right. Uh, how do we look at this postseason? To me, it's to me it's definitive one game at a time. Sure, right. Like, there are other years. Uh, there have been many other recent years where we've been like, hey, what's ahead? Let's look at what's ahead. I can't get there yet. Yes, you know, you win. You probably go to Buffalo. Right. Let's win. You got to wait. Buffalo got to win this, too. And that, yeah. This season we've seen it. Let's play it one game at a time. Right. So I'm firmly in that. You're in that camp. But yeah. also, it's it's thinking about who you are as a team this year, right? Right. I, I think you know, as last night was starting to kind of unshape a little bit, and people were starting to figure out that we were going to be playing the Miami Dolphins in that first round, and then potentially Buffalo in that second round. I could hear it in the back of my head of everybody going, oh, "I don't know if we're going to be able to outscore those guys." And I think if you're still approaching Chiefs games from the we have to go out there and score them, outscore them mentality, then you have not been watching what has gone on all season long here in Kansas City. Yeah, you're right. We probably can't go out there and outscore a lot of teams right now in the NFL. I think that's been proven. We don't have the wide receiver to truly rely on other than Rashi Rice. And things have just kind of looked a little off this year from an offensive standpoint. But that's why you have to embrace what this team is right now. And what this team is right now is a team that's going to be led by defense. It is a team that is going to be led by that side of the ball. And if you can stop somebody, and this defense has shown that you can stop players, they haven't allowed a big-time wide receiver to have a big game against them all season long. They have the ability to shut down the opposition. And I think this time of the year, to have a defense like the Chiefs do – 
is such an advantage. It is such an advantage to have a defense that can go out there, get after the quarterback, make plays, blitz like it's nobody else's day. They go out there and they defend the pass. They got two corners that shut people down. All I'm looking at right now from an offensive standpoint is to go out there and to not make the mistakes that you made all season long with Kadarius Tony tipping balls and dropping passes. And, you know, all of those mental mistakes that you can eliminate, I hope they eliminate them from an offensive standpoint. I think we're going to see a team with a completely new identity take the field on Saturday. We're going to see a team that's led by defense. And, Josh, we're going to see a team that's led by its running game as well. Defensively, here's just a few of the numbers from uh, Matt McMullen, senior reporter with the uh, Chiefs. I, uh, Matt's going to join us on the roundtable coming up on Friday. Uh, the Chiefs defense finished the regular season with the second fewest offensive points allowed of any team in the NFL. Only Baltimore allowed fewer points in KC this year. Okay. Defensive That's pretty numbers. good, right? Second, yeah. second fewest points allowed. Okay. The Chiefs allowed 20 or fewer points in 13 of their 17 games this season, marking the most uh, such games of any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Go. So, so you're going to come in here and score in this defense? Right. Doesn't look like See, it. See, that's the thing. Don't don't go into this thinking that we have to go score for score with the Dolphins or score to score and toe-to-toe with the Buffalo Bills. They have to figure out how they can They attack. shut down both of those you gotta, teams. you got to figure out how you're going to deal with the Chiefs defense. That's right. How are you going to score on this Chiefs defense? What are you going to do against this Chiefs defense to try to get them, you know, uh, you know out of position or what, however you want to phrase it? How are you going to score against this team? That's what these teams need to be worried about. Not going in there and having to go score for score with the Chiefs. The other teams are looking at this going, God, we got to go to Kansas City. It's going to be eight degrees out. We've got a defense that's going to come out there and just just smack us in the face. And that first hit in that cold weather is not going to feel so good. How are we going to score against this defense? And from an offensive standpoint in Kansas City, you're looking at it and going, just run the football, man. Number 10. Number 25, get ready to go because we're riding you guys this weekend. It's going to be a big day for Pacheco, a big day for CEH, and I think a pretty big day for Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah, and dirty little secret, too. These two teams, you know, should run the football. Like The Dolphins have been a good running team yeah, all year. Yeah, they've been a really good running team all year. Right. right. And the yeah. Chiefs were like, hey, you should run the football more. Yeah, <laughs> imagine absolutely. If that, imagine if that's the case. It's not, it's not the high-powered offenses of throwing the football down the field or whatever. Nope. It's, can you stop the run game? And who's going to make a play? Who's going to be more effective in the run game? Yeah. And might, I think might come down to that. It could might be. be. Simple old school football. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that on a Saturday night with it's eight degrees at Arrowhead Stadium with flurries in the sky and a playoff game. Mm. Woo. Some heat coming off of Chris Jones' yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those guys with the helmet Breathing. off. Yeah. You see the, the breath, everybody's breath, yep. and defense, and. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't ask for Nick a Bowman, better time Willie for Gayer. a playoff game. Ready to go. Tyree kills huddled up with a coat on because it's too cold. Mm. Red Monday brought to you by the Xfinity 10G. Get a reliable home network so everyone can work, stream, and game at the same time. I mean, two is a guy from Hawaii originally, right? Played college football where? Alabama mm-hmm. plays the pros in Miami. You think he's ever played in a game that's going to be as cold as, as it is? Mm. And that's going to be the underlying I theme. cold weather, Pat. Yeah, right. Whatever that means. He likes to uh, spin it in the snow. <laughs> but but you're you're gonna have you're gonna have that narrative all week. Oh, Every yeah. day this week, they're gonna be asked about the cold and how they handle the cold and can they play in the cold. And then you're gonna hear the stat. The Dolphins have lost ten straight when the temperature's been below forty degrees. That's the stat out there. These teams that practice and train in these warm, nice environments are in for a rude awakening. It's probably going to be 70 degrees difference from South Florida to Kansas City on Saturday. Mm, mm, mm.
Mm, let's hand out another Swifty, shall we? I'm down for that. It's award season. It is. This one we're going to give to the last great American dynasty. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs, at least with this core of players. As the regular season has now come to a close, I think we're all under the realization, Josh, this could be the last run with Chris Jones, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. I don't like the way that's phrased. Right, but it's so true. I'm not calling it the last great because it ain't over. It ain't over yet. You think Chris Jones is going to be back? Uh, no. I'm talking I, about with this core well, group I, of players. I understand, but I'm not, I'm not declaring anything over. It's just a, it's just a continuation. Okay. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to call anything over. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying it's over, but yeah. the chiefs are right now the last yeah. great American dynasty yeah. in the NFL. So uh, I guess for me, I guess it's still, I guess it's golden state. I guess it'd be the warriors. Okay. The last great American dynasty. That's fair. I think that one's probably over, but I don't right. know, 15, what they win 15, 17, 18 and 22. Yeah, man. Not in bubbles or mid-season tournaments or anything either. No. These are like real, 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 real championships. Real end-of-season yeah. ones. Of real, yeah. real end-of-season ones. So um, I'm not, because I don't, I'm not declaring the Chiefs over, but I'll, I'll go Golden State. Yeah, I'm not declaring the Chiefs over, but with this crew, it yeah. could potentially be the last Yeah, no, this rodeo. is the last ride with those three. But the dynasty still th- continues after this. Yeah. Like, because you lose yeah. Chris Jones doesn't mean the dynastic yeah. term falls off. Correct. The Patriots lost everybody but Tom Brady you know, from the beginning of that thing to the end. And it was still a dynasty. Yeah, I'm with Bob on this one with the the core group. I'm going with the Chiefs as the last great American dynasty. Which team is ready to kind of move in if there was one? Like, which team do you look at that you could say is set up to take the mantle if you wanted to replace them? It's not the Eagles. I'd say 49ers. Would you? With those pieces that they have. I don't know. They win something. Yeah. They they have to win. They got to win something. Yeah. Talk to me then. Right. Niners. But nobody. Nope. Nobody. No team is set up like this. None. We'll look at yesterday's turning point and an end of an era. We'll get to that next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 